found was that I was falling in love with myself again. And I'm not going to say that you will always feel sunshine and roses about yourself. Sometimes falling in love with yourself is this movie-esque, rose-tinted glasses, beautiful thing where you see yourself in that beautiful light. And other times it's washing your hair when you don't want to wash it. You know, all this stuff to do with cleanliness, but like sometimes it has to do with making your bed. Sometimes it has to do with you getting to places on time. Sometimes it has to do with you telling yourself, not now, let's wait. Parenting yourself, no, yes, but also can we do it like this? Or I don't know, like looking out for yourself. Like it's something that you can grow into. It's a habit that you can grow. It's a muscle that you can learn, but also it's a choice. It's as simple as, as a switch flipping sometimes. And sometimes it really is decision by decision, you teaching yourself. Um, oh shit. Okay, great. Nice. Missed my turn here. Um, who else loves podcasting while they're driving? I feel like it just gets the wheels turning physically and metaphorically. You're like, you know what? Now I got time to think. Um, but I will say that working on yourself, sometimes it's letting your mind get very, very quiet and it's letting yourself think about all the shit that you don't want to think about, all the things that you need to work on, all the things you need to improve on, but with a loving lens. Because anytime I have worked on something and have truly gotten better from it and moved past it in my life and used it as a building block to the next chapter and everything, it's always been through love and compassion. So if I'm coming at it from an angle of judgment, of, of really judgment, like can we, just, can we just stop there? The amount of times as humans that we have to, we're already expecting judgment from somebody else and we're preparing ourselves for the world that we live in and we're like, well, how are they going to feel about this? Are they going to like this? Are they not a fan of this? Um, we don't want to piss anyone off. And I get that. Um, we're, we live in a society where you have to be prepared for all the judgments. But when I was talking with somebody today, I realized talking about it through him, but also through myself that because he was speaking about something and he consistently had made judgments about it already. And it was true. It was so apparent that that these weren't his judgments. These were him saying whatever society expected him to say. But it's like when you close off the possibility of how you're actually feeling, when you close it off through judgment, you close off the possibility of, of being able to grow past that because you've already submitted an answer that you don't believe. So it creates a very, very small reverberation of this is how I'm feeling, but we don't have time to acknowledge that. I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to really address that. Instead, I'm going to give the answer that everyone wants to hear. And I'm going to keep feeling shitty because I didn't address what I actually felt. Sometimes the way that you feel about something is taboo, but is it really taboo? Maybe it's anger. Maybe it's frustration. Maybe it's if you say it out loud, it's going to sound terrible. Maybe, maybe you got in a divorce and maybe you got in a divorce. It happened upon you. Maybe you had the end of a relationship and you're really bitter at your partner, but you're not allowed to say, or ex-partner, but you're not allowed to say all the bitter thoughts and feelings that you have. Instead, you have to say, they're doing what's best for them. I'm doing what's best for me. And while that may be true, there still may be that frustration and that anger present. And if you don't take a look at that frustration and anger, how the fuck are you going to get better? How the fuck are you going to get past that point? And whatever the situation is, whatever the societal answer is that's already whipped up in your mind that you feel like you have to have prepared, but that's not the truth. And sometimes, you know, they say like your feelings are not the truth. Your thoughts are not the truth, but you have to address them because that's where you're at. And what I've noticed as far as like raising vibration, matching vibration, 
I just said my answer right there. But what I've noticed as far as vibration things, when you want to get to the next level, you have to address where you are, you, where you are, where you're at. Um, if you're frustrated, acknowledge that you're frustrated because ignoring a feeling, ignoring the energy that you're currently in, one, just imagining that it goes away doesn't just make it go away. But because um, it doesn't address it, you have to meet yourself where you're at. And they talk about God meeting where you're at, where you are. I also think that we have divinity within us. Um, recently, I feel like I've come into more of a relationship with God because I was disconnected to myself. And it wasn't because, I don't know. There was times where me learning more about myself brought me the answers that I needed to know. And it was a spiritual experience. And there's other times where it's like, I genuinely feel very, very far away from anything that makes sense right now. So it was me trying to give myself some sense in the matter. Um, Speaking of sense, let's get back to the main point here. Sorry, the main topic. But um, yeah, sometimes you have to sit um, in your shit a while before you realize that it stinks. Um, Because this is so terrible. But um, there was things that I was doing that I didn't want to acknowledge were problems. That I didn't want to acknowledge were issues. That I didn't want to have to think about how to fucking fix but I spent time away from my phone because also, also I felt like I got to the point where I didn't really have a choice because I would put on a song. Nothing sounded right. I would want to listen to a podcast. Nothing sounded, nothing was inspiring me. Nothing was getting rid of that inner voice that I needed to address what was going on in my own heart and in my own mind. And there, once again, there was a time, there's an energy for, for, you know, you breathing life into someone else and them breathing life, breathing life into you. So like, let's say times, sometimes you listen to a podcast, you get inspired. And there's other times where you're like, I'm in no position to take in any more information right now. And so it was kind of like to the point where it's like, yeah, nothing sounds good because I need to address the stuff that's in my heart and I need to address the things that I'm not doing right. And I need to do it through a really, really loving lens because when you already have that perceived judgment, nothing gets accomplished there. People are shut down. People are shut down when there's judgment because they're, you know, they're already expecting their judgment. They're already telling themselves what they're doing wrong and it sucks So having somebody come up alongside you, and even if it's yourself just learning through different, um, through different habits of self-compassion and everything, learning to be there for yourself and learning to do it with an unjudgmental perspective. Cause have you ever had it where you're telling somebody something and they start to give you their judgment. They start to tell you where you're doing wrong, or they start to tell you how you can fix it already. And you're like, I'm not there yet. And also I know that I'm wrong. And now I don't want to talk about this with you anymore it totally closes off the space for conversation. There are sometimes where you're in an energy to be like, how can I fix this? I'm in that problem solving mode. And there's other times where you're like, can I just talk about this for a second? Can I just feel what I'm feeling for a second? Um, and to not have that judgmental lens when you're doing that. And sometimes you can find that another person and sometimes you got to do it for yourself. In fact, I would advocate that you have to learn to do it for yourself often. That's how that works. Like getting to, you know, I, before two years ago, I was always talking about your first world. Your first world is yourself. You have to address the things with yourself. And then, you know, I slowly, ever so slowly, slipped back into the habit of, I don't have to address that. I don't have to fix that right now. I don't have to talk about that. And when you're working on yourself, it's not that just sunshine and roses pop, start popping up everywhere. It's that you have to sit with those tough conversations that you don't necessarily want to have. But once again, if you put like a more loving lens on it, it makes those conversations less scary. And you can actually rewrite that I I talk about, you know, reparenting yourself and everything. Dr. Nicola Perra, always good stuff. And basically, like, you can learn to reparent yourself. You can step in and be that role and be that voice that you need to hear. And it'll become very, very clear because, first of all, give yourself time to feel the feeling. Turn off the phone. Turn off the podcast. Turn off the 
turn off the TV, turn off the whatever the heck is distracting you from having that tough conversation and getting rid of that pit that's in the back of, that's in the, that's in your stomach, that's in the back of your mind, whatever the heck, like that's bothering you because it is present and it is sitting there unless it's not. And then maybe this podcast isn't for you today, but that's okay. Um, but the times that you don't want to address those, that sick feeling that's inside of you and you're just looking for all the distractions that you can find. Um, I would say first, get rid of the distractions. And then, ever so slowly, sometimes it's very fast, allow those feelings to come up. What are you feeling in the moment? Where do you feel it in your body? That's great to address as well. But also, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? And sometimes it's as simple as, I'm angry at so-and-so. And I'd say, okay, why are you angry at them? You know, you can kind of like talk through it. You can kind of talk through it. You know what I mean? Um, and then give yourself the space to talk about it. And then you're like, well, I'm not allowed to be angry at this person because they've done so much for me and there's no space for that. No, 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 we're not shutting it down. That doesn't get rid of the fact that the feeling is there. Because if there's one thing I've learned through being there for people, it's that judging the feeling or wishing it away doesn't make it go away. Whatever you're feeling in the moment, you got to address. That's kind of what I, you know, kind of meant earlier. Like you're meeting yourself vibrationally where you're at. And the sooner that you meet yourself where you're at, the sooner you can get out of that shitty, unfortunate place. That's not bad, by the way. That is not bad. Because that's how being a human is. You go through these motions of sometimes you're feeling great. And other times, like, you know, things get kind of caught up. And you're like, damn, I haven't looked at this stuff in a really long time. And I know there's a lot of language in here. And if that's not your vibe, I'm sure you've clicked off already. But, um, but yeah, so first of all, you, you get rid of the distraction. You let yourself sit with that. You allow those feelings to come up. And when they do come up, you listen to them with a non-judgmental voice. And I don't mean minimal judgment. I mean no judgment. I mean, ask, get curious. You know what I mean? The Dr. Nicola Perra talks about getting curious instead of critical because critical, once again, it's another form of communication that, shut things, that shuts things down and puts you in a defense mode or that you don't want to talk about things, either that you don't even want to address it at all or that you're suddenly feeling like you need to defend yourself. And sometimes you don't have the energy to do that. Um, and you weren't looking for an argument to begin with anyway. You just were feeling a feeling, you know? So, so yeah, you let yourself do that. You talk through it. And, um, and then you let yourself feel emotions that rise up with that. Sometimes it's feel like you feel like crying. Sometimes you don't feel like crying. Sometimes you just want to talk about it. Sometimes it's like visceral. It's like, I'm angry. I want to punch something right now. You know, you find a healthy way to deal with those emotions. And I hate to say the whole taking a walk thing. And I know that it's getting to be those, those Minnesota winners. So it's much less of a, you know, toss on the coat. Let's head outside. Um, but there's different ways that you can kind of process through those emotions. But you let yourself feel what you need to feel. But I think that the most powerful thing, for me anyway, is the voice that comes through. The non-judgmental, the kind, loving voice. And if you can journal about it, I think sometimes you can even just see the feeling. And sometimes it's like, I don't even resonate with that feeling. I just needed to get it out. I just needed to address it. And sometimes they talk about, you know, you are not your feelings. You're not your thoughts. And I see that. But I also think that there's sometimes where it's like, you just have to let yourself release the, whatever the emotion is, whatever your own judgment is, you know? So, so yeah, that's my perspective. That's what's helped me. And two years ago when I was heavily self-practicing and self-relying, having that daily conversation with myself of how am I feeling? What do I need? Being there for myself and doing it in a loving, non-judgmental way, in a way that I wouldn't resent myself for it later. Um, I got very good at it and it helped release so much in my life that I've been holding on to for, for the past, whatever, 22 years of my life. And then then I wasn't dealing with those problems. And then my life got a little easier and I was like, well, now I don't have to deal with this. Not that I was cured because I knew there was a whole metaphorical pile of things that I wasn't addressing. But I stopped that daily practice and I stopped that voice. But that doesn't mean that it goes away for good. 
It's just a habit. It's just a practice. And you'll find that when you use that voice, it does dissolve the things in you that get, that get piled up. And I think that it's one of those things that causes you to be present with yourself and not just in the, it helps you actually be able to enjoy a moment too. I think that's why people talk about meditation. And this is just a side note. Meditation sometimes is, it's just sitting. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just sitting. It's, it's just being with yourself. I think people make meditation this scary thing and it has to be this really transcendent. You got to see God. You got to see shapes and colors and all these, you know, whatever thing. I don't, I don't know. Um, when you meditate, meditating for me, it's just giving you time by yourself. And I, you know, I did this a little while ago where like, it was as simple as, cause I know that the phones can be so addicting, but it was as simple as, um, Oh, missed a turn. Um, for me, uh, like sitting down, having my lunch and then having, um, not being on my phone because once again, it gave me that time where I was addressing what I was feeling and I had to sit with these ugly feelings or maybe whatever I was feeling, you know, maybe it wasn't even bad. It was just let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's what causes connection with other people as well. Let's say you're going through a tough time with your partner and they don't feel heard and they don't feel seen. The same voice that you use for yourself can be used for them as well. How can I be there for this person? Even if there is that whole issue of I have a relationship with this person. Maybe I don't agree with what they're saying. I do not agree with what they're saying. I'm not on the same page, but if you want to have that level of connection, that creates, you know, yeah, that empathy is huge. And not even like, I totally understand with you or like, I totally agree with you. But sometimes it can be like, that's bullshit. That's ridiculous. But it's like, you know what? Let me hear what you're hearing. Let me, let me, let me hear what you're feeling. And also I really liked that Dr. Nicola Perra talked about. She said the ability to stay in connection, even when in conflict is a really, really good skill. And I love that because I feel like so many times we view conflict as the end of the world it's over if we're fighting with this person that means this thing is over and it's not an opportunity for you to be closer to them or for you to solve your own shit you know what I mean so so yeah that's what I was going to comment on um that's what I've been going through in my life not just the practice of working through my own stuff um and I think I'll probably talk you know I could talk more in depth about um the individual problems and what I'm working on but sometimes it's like well what should we share um but yeah I think that sometimes you got to sit with it and it's not always, you know, there's this very loving voice and that can be really beautiful. But sometimes the, the feelings that come up, we don't want to see ourselves as that person that's angry or annoyed. So we just don't want to believe that it's there or we don't want to have to acknowledge the shit that we need to work on. So yeah, giving yourself the space and knowing that it's not the end of the world, that you messing up, you being selfish, you whatever, it doesn't mean that you're doomed. It doesn't mean that you're bad. It means that you're a human being. And usually those feelings pop up because once again, it's a form of self-defense. So you have to figure out what version of me, not what side of me, but what parts of me aren't being acknowledged right now that these defensive or energies that I don't want to resonate with are coming up because they're coming up for a reason. So why do I feel like I need to be selfish right now? You know, for me, this is one small example that I'll hold. Um, recently I have felt like I have no capacity for other people. People will tell me things and it's not in one year and out the other, but it's like, I, I've got so much shit going on in my life that I just, I haven't been able to be receptive to other people. And that's been frustrating. And I could shame myself for not being receptive to other people. Or I could ask myself, why do you think you're having a hard time being there for other, like not being there for other people? And it's like, well, it's because of my own stuff. It's like, well, do you want to talk through some of your own stuff? And then slowly as I uncover my own things, it creates that, that possibility for empathy again. 
and that space for connection because also coincidentally it creates that like disconnect with other human beings and you're like why do I feel so disconnected right now or why do I not even want to be connected with other people and I think usually it's not because you're a bad person it's not because you want to go live in the woods by yourself not talk to anyone which also that's not a bad thing either you know do what you got to do what you want to do do what you got to do um but like I think that for me, it's usually not that you crave disconnection. It's that you crave peace and that you crave answers in your own life and that you usually feel like you haven't had that. If you have no space for other people at all, there's probably a reason for that. So yeah, giving the time and giving the space for myself. So yeah, those are my thoughts. Wanted to share that. Thank you for letting me um, speak to you guys today. I will get home safe. We're doing great. It's just, it's a little rainy. It's a little, it's a little chilly. It's a little cold, but I'm nice and toasty in my car and, um, and we're heading back. So uh, also having great people around you that love you even when you don't feel like you're loved or lovable. And also, you know, just here's another peek into my life. I don't want to say too much, but you know, having, being at rock bottom and still feeling entitled, I was like, what the heck is happening here? How am I literally like, how am I going through all this shit? And I still have the audacity to be like, well, at least I'm not so-and-so it's like, you, how, where is that coming from? Um, so that sense of pride too, and, and dismantling those feelings, having that conversation, where, where is that coming from? You know what I mean? And once again, I still think that judgment is very, very powerful and societal judgment is very powerful. And, you know, I could have been taught that like, oh, this is, at least you're not such and such, at least you're not whatever. And so that I carry that too. I carry this weird sense of pride around. At least I'm not so-and-so. And it's like, but aren't you though? Like, wh- where are you at in your life? Like, what are you going through? Like, to get to, not even to dismantle, like, try and, like, knock you off your pedestal. But, like, if you're operating through ego, then there probably is some dismantling that needs to be done. And once again, closest psychologist, Dr. Nicola talks about that the ego is not bad. It's not this villain. It's to keep you safe. But sometimes it's misguided because it can be heavily powered by society standards, which are not always your own standards. So that is what I wanted to cover. Um, I hope you guys have a great day. Uh, good luck and, uh, you know, listen to this however many times you need to, or not at all, or, you know, maybe put it on 0.75 speed because I had a lot of thoughts running through my mind, but, um, I'm glad to be able to talk about it because I felt like I couldn't speak a few days ago because there was so much shit going on in my life and it was good to just kind of sit with that too. Um, and I didn't have answers right away and I still don't have all the answers and that's okay. I don't have to have all the answers and neither do you. We're humans and we're figuring it out and I'm very proud of us and wherever you're at in that cycle of ego or emotion or frustration or that gentle compassion, compassionate, you know, non-judgmental voice, like wherever you're at in that whole thing of being a human being, I wish you well. I am really proud of you and I offer my sympathies to you so that you can get where you need to get. Um, where you can find yourself again and find that connection to yourself again because you're not bad. You're probably just going through a tough time. Um, But yeah, all right. Bye. Love you. Bye.